Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jerry Petito Show on Remember Then Radio. We are going to have a really, really cool, fun show for you guys today. I have with me an incredible guest, star guest, I should say, who I've interviewed a few times. He's now a good friend of mine. And I have one of his best fans, stalker, Kenny Kojak, DJ Kenny Kojak on with us. He is going to be my guest co-host today. I had no choice with that one today, guys. So without further ado, I'm going to have Kenny Kojak introduce our star guest today. This is the Jerry Petito Show, folks. (laughs) I hope you heard that. I think we did. (laughs) You're giving me... The honor of introducing yes, because our I love you. Guest. Because I love you. you. Yes. You never told me that. I know. I have. I'm not even prepared to do that. Oh, I think you anyway. can. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let me let me tell you, people. This gentleman that's going to be speaking about his career, okay, ha- can talk and speak about voices that I don't know how how he does it. it it's just uh, absolutely amazing what comes out of this guy's uh, mouth. And I'm, uh, and I'm talking about the AGT semi-finalist, Greg Morton. So welcome to the Jerry Petito Show here on Remember Then Radio, Greg Morton. Yay! Hey, Mr. Thank Greg! <laughs> wow. How are you? Thank you very much. The roar of the crowd. How are you, man? Good night, good night, good night. So long as you stay, day, day, day. Oh, my, 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 my. I'm having a great time. I'm here in Florida, and it's hot. It is hot, right? I'm in Jacksonville. I just got finished doing a... uh, some shows down here, and I'm waiting to go off to my next place, which is Des Moines, Iowa. I'll be playing at the Funny Boat, and that is what you call culture shock. That's what that is. Wow. From Jacksonville to Des Moines, Iowa. That's pretty funny. So I, I, it is. I'm having, a, I'm having a good time. That's great. You know, great to be on with you guys. Oh, uh, are you kidding me? I'm gonna. I want to share something. So every time I've interviewed you, someone begged me to be on with me. I have not interviewed you alone yet. Okay. I mean, a, a shout out to Fire Team Designs, Danielle. She, you, she's one of your biggest fans. And the last time I interviewed you on a different network, she had to be part of it. Remember? Yeah, and, and then our connection on the other one was Justin Drummond. I mean, he listen, he called me yesterday. He was a little jealous that uh, Kojak's interviewing you with me. I cracked up <laughs> laughing, okay? So the world... I you the big bucks. That's yeah, right, I that's right. Those big bucks. The world loves you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much. So before... Well, let's, let's talk. All right, so um, before we talk, I want to play something. Um... We're going to do this one first. I want to honor Kojak with this. Here we go, guys. Okay, because this is incredible. This is Greg Morton from AGT, and you're listening to my good friend Ken Kojak. Hey, Bonnie. Yeah, Fred? What are you listening to? Come on, Fred. 
It's the 60s Jukebox Review! <laughs> you know, listen, that, let's talk, let's talk, Greg. I mean, talk about that for a minute. The voices you do and the sound effects. See, that's what gets me the most, your sound effects. How do you do it? Uh, I, I I just was like that as a kid, though. My mom said I used to walk around the house making little sound effects. I would go in the room, watch some cartoons, and then walk out making, mm, what's up, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> making all kinds of different voices and sounds and that. Even when I was playing with my toys, I would do voices for the characters. Well, now, oh, I don't know where we're going to go. I was a pretty wild kid. <laughs> but I was an only child, so I had to entertain myself. And that's mm. the best way to entertain yourself is to provide your own soundtrack. Kojak, what do you want to say to him about that? <laughs> well, I just think it's uh, unbelievable um, that you do these things. Uh, you know, it's. I'm just blowing my mind. How many, do you know how many voices you actually do? No, I started to count one time. And uh, here's the thing. What happens is I'll hear something. If it's in my range, I can do it. Like when I was on the show, AGT, they said, could you do, can you do the Lion King? And I go, I go, can I do the Lion King? I've never done the Lion King. And just fell right out of my face. I didn't even know that was going to happen. They got all excited and they they, they said, "Oh, so this is how we're going to do it, and we're going to we're going to start out the show, my little segment with this, the Lion King." And uh, so they came up to me later on, and they said, "Greg, we've been talking to the lawyers." And I thought, oh, no, here we go. We've been talking to the lawyers. Because no, no sentence ever ends well when it begins with, right. we've been talking to the lawyers. So I says, what's wrong? He says, you can't do the Lion King. Really? What do, you, what do you mean I can't do the Lion King? He says, well, you know, we're not going to be able to get clearance. for It's a copyright issue. We're not going to be able to get uh, clearance from Disney on that. And uh, so he, I said, oh. Well, uh, why? I mean, this is uh, its just a short little bit. Well, The Lion King is in theaters right now. I said, well, that's practically a commercial for their movie, The right. Lion King. Mm. So I was really depressed because I knew that that was going to be the perfect <clears throat> intro to my segment. And uh, I, didn't, I, I didn't want to get kicked off the show. You know, if you don't bring it, that's it. You're gone, right? So I'm moping around, moping around. Then finally, it's the day. And the uh, producer comes up to me and he says, you know, Greg, I, I just want to remind you that uh, tonight, today is a, it's a live show. So uh, just do it anyway. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, say you went rogue. <laughs> so I got to do it anyway. And we didn't get any phone calls, I don't think. I don't think anything happened or came out of it. It was just so quick. <laughs> but, you know, they're very, all of the uh, large companies are very protective of their properties. 
for example, you can't do, um, like a lot of people when they were, uh, when I was on the show, they were going, I don't know what movies you're doing. <laughs> I mean, if you're a huge movie fan, I just have to do a line from a movie and you know which movie I was doing. I mean, that's how I uh, put every, all of my bits together, you see. I would do the voice with the famous line and then you'd know which movie I was doing and the uh, key would be the music in the background. So it was a whole piece, like a song. That was my concept, you see. So... Uh, and he said, why don't you put pictures up in the background? I don't, I don't know what movie you're doing. I have no idea. My kids don't know what movie you're doing. Why don't you put pictures up in the background? And I, I can't put pictures up in the background because of copyright. So, so, that's, so that's what happened. And then I, went and I went out and I did it. I went, did the Lion King and then I did a little Jim Carrey. Yeah, uh, free. I guess You know, I want to want to give someone a shout out. Well, first of all, Babalu, front and center seat as usual, my sound guy. He's in chat room. I want to thank him for that. I want to say hello to everyone in the chat room. Um, but Fire Team Designs just joined your stalker, Andrea. She's here. We just talked about her. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you heard us, Andrea. Yes. So we, we gave you guys a shout out. Fireteam Designs, everyone. They do my product line. They're amazing. And it was Andrea who's stalking you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I can <could> feel it. <laughs> <laughs> so get, give her a shout out in some voice that you know she would love. Andrea, I just want to say that I'm really so happy that you and your your whole business with you making the nice t-shirts, the hats and everything, and supplying all of the fashion for the Jerry Petito show. Let's have a hand for her! <laughs> and you have a t-shirt as well. I love it. Isn't it cool? I got my little mask here I'm, uh, I, that I brought with me too. That's so cool. The um, with the Jerry Petito uh, Very mask. cool. So, How uh, do I buy one of those t-shirts? Um, Fire Team Designs. I'll hook you up, baby. I'll hook you up. She'll make you anything oh. you want. She's in, they're incredible. No, I want to buy one of your shirts with, oh. with Greg's name. With oh, Greg's name so we'll, oh, then we'll, I'll, Andrew. I'll handle it. I'll handle it. One? Yep, I'll handle it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, so, um, <laughs> I have a question, though, what you were saying, honestly, all kidding aside, about AGT with the copyrights and all that. In my mind, just yeah. as a viewer... I would think if anyone had all the copyrights for anything to be used, it would be AGT. Well, you have to go through a process. And sometimes they don't have time to go and get the uh, the clearance. You know, because some of the shows are back-to-back, that sort of thing. So they would have to but, get each uh, individual clearance for whatever it is they wanted yes. then. I wasn't under that yeah. impression. Okay. Well, you know, uh, yeah, it, it's a big deal. So sometimes I remember the one season that I was on, and uh, uh, Cody, Cody Lee. Did, yeah, uh, love him. Right? Oh, wow. Bridge Over Troubled Water. Uh, mm. You remember that, right? Yes. Sure. And oh, yeah. uh, Paul, Paul Simon gave his blessing. He said, yes, yes, you, you can do that song. You know, everything has to be cleared. Now, they have a library of songs that are already cleared, 
and they, you know, you, you can pick from that list and it makes their job a lot easier. But for certain things, they do have mm. to get clearance. And uh, that's a lot of work. I mean, I mean, when you think of the number of people that are on that show, it's like the Ed Sullivan show times a thousand. I mean, they've got singers and jugglers and crazy acts and just wild stuff. Did, any, did you guys watch it last night at all or no? Not me. We were all on, on radio. No. Well, you're always you're always so busy. Yeah, you're Kojak's show was last night. Yeah, till eleven. Yeah, tell us doing a show on the B on the Bee Gees yep. because the Bee Gees started their music this month back in '67. So I did oh. as many songs as I could on the Bee Gees plus the Greenfields album that Barry Gibb did with it's a duet album, Greg, with country singers singing. Give you know the the G, the uh, BG songs and and you uh, you gotta go to YouTube and put it in Barry Gibb Greenfields and you'll hear all the songs you know uh, they're just 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 un- unbelievable uh, what he what he did there you know uh, is that Dolly a, Parton is all, that a, all the all the a uh, lot of great country singers that that Barry wanted to sing with and it made it happen about a year ago the album came out it's just oh. wonderful wonderful. I will definitely hook that up because Amazing. I am a, uh, I'm a huge uh, Bee Gees fan. I love the old stuff and the new stuff. I don't care, you know. I, but I, I have a certain, I have a special well, uh, place in my heart for the old stuff, the classics, and I love country music. So, oh yeah, and the fact is, old Fox is dipped. Yeah, I'm sorry. The fact is that a Bee Gees song is heard around the world every 20 seconds. Of course, Kojak would know that one. <laughs> That's great. That's I great. That from listening from listening to Barry, but oh I, I mean, when you think about it, it's it's absolutely amazing. So I have a question, Greg. Can Your you library. can you do any of uh, the Bee Gees? Can you do that? Yeah, you can't hear me. <laughs> <laughs> question when you were young and you were walking around the house doing all these voices right like how does a kid even know this is possible all right i'm gonna give them i'm gonna give them a little something and then we'll talk about it because okay all right the thing with me is well here wait you know what let's talk about it first then i'll give them a little something because what i don't understand is how you knew this was something you could even do or, I mean, do you, I just, I don't even know how to ask you the question. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mind boggling. Well, like I said, I, I was an only child and I, I didn't have anybody to play with. And, uh, so I just kind of made up my own entertainment. And you remember back then when we were growing up, we didn't have a lot of channels on television. So there was only there, there was only so much you could watch on TV. You had to wait a whole day to, just to watch a cartoon. Sometimes a whole week to watch cartoons. But usually they were on at noon, or they were on at three or four, and then that was it. I mean, my parents were really uh, really strict that way. They would only let me watch certain things, you know. But and, yet you uh, could walk uh, around talking I, like everybody. 
I that guess. was great. <laughs> All right. Know, uh, my, oh my uh, gosh. Cody Lee, you remember Cody Lee? He was on the show. Cody Lee, he, he, he couldn't he see, correct? Cody Lee was the one that couldn't That's see. Right. That's yes, right. he was amazing. And uh, he, he had a difficult time communicating with people. Right. And uh, his mother told me that uh, what he did was, uh, oh, what she found was that he had a, a strong interest in music. And so she used that to get him to help, to communicate with other people. And that really brought him out because otherwise he would have just stayed in his shell. He would have just sat there and rocked back and forth and, yeah. uh, and not said anything. And she had to, to work with him a lot to get him to where he went, where he is now. He's amazing, and and with his challenges, he's the most he's he's incredible, one of the greatest. And with all those challenges, yeah. that makes it even more so. Exactly right. You know, when we were on the show to, when we were on the show together. Oh, we had a great time because he was a, a mimic, a bit of a mimic himself. So right, mm. so he would, so I would be doing cartoon voices and getting him to go. <laughs> I go, Scooby You know, that's really so absolutely lucky. beautiful. Um, all right, yeah. so I'm going to give them a little something here. Um, I've got some things in my queue, guys, for you to hear, a bunch of things that he's done, some moments on AGT, some of his sound effects. My favorites that you do were all the Star Wars sound effects, too, because, again, I've heard so many impersonators, impressionists, and I think they're all incredible. And I'm a, I'm a fan of all that. That's like my fave. And but when I hear someone do n- noises, that to me is ridiculous. So I'm going to give you guys a little. You know, it's ridiculous. I'm going to give you guys a little treat here. Here's some of his moments from AGT. Here we go, guys. Let's- what I'd like to do is I'd like to share with you some of my favorite. Movie moments. Here we go. Welcome to Jurassic Park. Good morning, Vietnam! Great Scott! Come on, Marty! It's time to go back to the future, to infinity and beyond. E.T. Phone home. <laughs> the Dodgers and the 24th of the half century. <laughs> Maguire, Maguire. It's me. Wait, the gremlins! Don't get them wet. Say hello to my little friend. Follow the yellow brick road. Follow the yellow brick road. Follow the yellow brick road. I don't wanna. (laughs) I don't have any courage. I can't. (laughs) Or a brain. Or a heart. 
snakes in this Monday to Friday play. Yes, my precious. The fat upper sisterhood sneaker. You shall not pass. Nazigonya. Magiti baba. Did you miss me? Yeah. I guess not. <laughs> so much fun. We're going to stay up all night telling manly stories and in the morning I'm going to make waffles. Now whatever you do, don't push this button. I am a good. Yeah. I am a good. No, that's the one that kills everyone. I am a good. No. messages from my friends all over the world well we are being heard all yep. over the world ellie from ireland um and i know shirley from hong kong is listening from bed it's 2 30 in the morning there but you know how i always say limpy from australia is listening well not only is he listening limpy say hello good day, mate uh, limpy from australia. <laughs> a huge a huge hello to you, Mr. Greg Morton. Also, uh, uh, Kenny Kojak. Uh, and not to forget my best mate from across the pond over there, Jerry Fatino and all her fans. How are we all? <laughs> Excellent. 
I love that Brooklyn what? accent. I love that Brooklyn accent. Brooklyn accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do it well, I think. Mm. <laughs> I might get a job like Greg, maybe. <laughs> I don't think so, man, because the only accent you could do is, is Ozzy. Can he do the Tassie <laughs> Devil for me? He has to do the Tassie Devil. <laughs> Oh my gosh! How- I want to thank you for wishing me a happy birthday as well. Um, uh, the last couple of days that was brilliant too. You and Jerry were the oh. first ones to wish me a happy birthday, so thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, and pleasure. I love it. Yeah, we got to call you. You yeah. got you got a call from Greg Morton for your birthday, man, to Australia. Imagine I that. I did. I did, and I was very excited and very privileged. I yeah, I liked it a lot. S- where, where do you live in, in uh, Australia, Limpy? I'm in I'm in Melbourne. I'm in Melbourne, Australia. No uh, Leverton, yes. Really? Yes, Melbourne, Australia, yeah. Yeah. And we're constantly in lockdown and we don't like the lockdowns, but we're here, so <laughs> Oh, I, I I feel you, brother. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, it's not real good. They don't know yeah. what they're doing. You know no, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Melbourne, Australia is my home away from home. I've been there several times, and we finally got Limpy here a few years ago. He stayed with us for a month, and I took him wow. to I took him to Graceland because he's an wow. Elvis fan, and and he had a blast. Wow! Yeah, we took and him I to tell Vegas. Him I you had to play poker, Jerry. Listen, we took him to Vegas because he's a, you know we're poker idiots, degenerates, and uh, yeah, he had a blast. So, but he oh is. Other than Andrea in chat room and other than Kojak, who's with us, he is one of your top fans as well. And all he has done all month was talk about when is this interview, okay? (laughs) Yeah, I have to be on. It's 4.30 in the morning here and I'm glad to be up. I'm I'm, I'm wrecked. I'm I'm really excited. So... Um, I'm going to tell one quick Australian story, one quick funny story for everyone. You're all going to crack up when you hear this, and then we'll let Limpy go. So we've been playing poker online with each other for years, and our best bud, Peter, he owns a computer company in Australia, and he's the tech guy, okay? Limpy is just a degenerate poker player, right? I'm kind of in the middle. So anyway, years ago... I'm in my, my other house in Robbinsville and we're playing, on, I'm in my office and we were allowed to play all over the world with each other um, on poker. So we're playing and we're in a real game and my doorbell rings, but I was expecting a package. So I had to go get it. So I run to the front door, grab the package as, I, as I'm running back, I fall in my office and they hear me falling. It was no big deal. You know, this was 10 years ago or so, so I was fine. So I fall, I come to the thing, and I go, oh, my gosh, I fell on my bum. And uh, he goes, how did you do that? And I go, what do you mean? And Peter's the smart one, so he already knew what Pete, what Limpy thought. No, you didn't say you fell on your bum. You said you fell on your fanny. Oh, my fanny. Excuse me. Big deal. So I said I fell on my fanny. And I'm and he's going, how did you do that, mate? How did you do that? I'm like, what's wrong with you? What do you mean, how did I do that? And Peter is hysterical laughing. And Peter goes, mate, tell her what fanny means. Tell everyone all over the world what fanny means in Australia. Fanny in Australia means vagina. And, and Jerry said to me, but, but uh, Greg and Penny, this is 
is this is a funny bit. Jerry said, "What do you mean? Haven't you ever fallen on your fanny before?" Right. <laughs> and I said, and I said, and I said, "No, I don't think I've fallen. <laughs> I don't think I've fallen on my fanny before." And I said, "How did you manage it? Couldn't you put your hand down or anything?" <laughs> okay. So that so that was hysterical and historical. They sent me a book that I now have, and I did a show with Limpy about their words versus ours, and it's really cool. Oh, before I let him go, I do got to tell one more quick story, the Elvis story, because Kojak did an interview with me for Elvis Presley's birthday in January, and I told this story. Kojak, this is the guy. This is the idiot who didn't take the picture, man. Okay. Oh, no. So we're we're in we're. All right. So we're we're in Graceland and we go on the Lisa Marie plane, Greg. Okay, and we get to the last room and it's Elvis's bedroom and it's got the bed covered in plastic and it says "Do not touch." So I give him my camera and I go, "Listen, I've waited my whole life to lay on this man's bed." You better take this picture. He goes, mate, mate, we'll get arrested. I said, I'd love those headlines too. Jersey girl gets arrested for laying on Elvis's bed. Take the friggin' picture. I give him the camera. I lay on the bed and the alarms go off. He drops my camera and runs off the plane like a wuss. Oh. Shame on you. Shame on you. Yeah, I was the all right. <laughs> so, I right, Limpy. So, say your final goodbyes to everyone. To Greg, anything else you want to say to him, Sweet Pea? We love you. Go to sleep. Oh, I just, I just want to say, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm privileged to be on the show. Um, I'll keep listening, and it's as you know, Jerry. All your, all your shows, and um, anybody's shows that come on here, I share on on Facebook all the way through. So you've got a lot of fans, you know that in, a, in Australia, and um, and yeah, thank you very much for letting me be on. Oh, I love you, Limpy. Very great. Wow. Okay. Thanks. Love you Good too. To All right. Have a great time, and um, I'll talk to you soon. Bye, mate. Okay. <laughs> bye, bye, mate. Bye, bye. <laughs> 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 and that's so appropriate because because I did the big. Yesterday, and that's where they were from originally. So there you go. I, I wanted to surprise both of you because um, I'm uh, always saying Limpy's from Australia's listening, and there it is, baby. So he's a huge fan. How did you get the name Limpy? How did you get the okay, name Limpy? Um, you could have asked while he was on. I could have made fun of him more. So Limpy was born with MS. That's not the funny part. So oh, he okay. is not mentally. He's just a, a gambling degenerate. Okay, love him. But he does walk with a limp. One of his legs is a little bit shorter, and his one arm is kind of like he holds it to his side. So he limps. So they named him Limpy because he's hysterical. He's a comedian. And we just have a blast with him. And how do you meet him? Okay, so we could have talked about that as well because that's a funny story. So years ago, on Poker Stars and, and Full Tilt Poker, we were able to play with people all over the world no longer okay so i'm in the chat room and he stays up all night so we had the same schedule and we would always be at the same tables and it said limpy and it said australia so i oh i love australia you know i was always going there so i was like always saying hi to him and after a month of him not responding to me i said you are not a nice australian 
I love Australia and everyone I've ever met was so nice. You're not a nice one. Well, he couldn't type. He didn't know how to use the tech part with the chat. So he felt so bad. He got Peter, the tech guy. He's like, mate, mate, you got to come in. He's like, she thinks I'm not nice. (laughs) And Peter introduced himself to me, got us set up, and we all became family. They've been here. Peter and his family, his wife and daughter were here. My whole family knows them. They're all my family now. And then... Um, I had a poker league in Mercer County called Ms. Night Owl Poker for 10 years. And one of their best friends has a huge poker league in Australia. And we merged our, our league for this trip. And I brought there my winner of my league to play in a $100,000 poker game with their league. It was incredible. It was incredible. That was about probably five, six years ago. And I walk in. So there's about... 300 poker players waiting for the Americans, right? I walk in and they come running at me and this is what they say, Greg. How you doing? So I grab the mic. Yeah. So I I grab the mic and I get on stage and I go, if you people thought for a minute that I came here to have you try to talk like me, you're nuts. Let's have it. And they're all going, g'day, mate. G'day, mate. I said, that's why I'm here. (laughs) Okay. So that was that. But yeah, Australia is my home away from home. I love it. Wow, Jerry's amazing. So you made his day. You made his day calling him for his birthday, Greg. Yeah, I love Melbourne. I was there back in the 90s, early 90s and 98, I think it was. Back in 1998. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. So. And what a great place. It's amazing. Well, it was amazing. Great city. Yep, beautiful. Long plane ride. Long plane ride. (laughs) Yep. Well, yes. That's okay. I would sleep, and I would get there in their morning. You know, no yuck. So, all right. So now let's play another thing. Now this one is was done for me personally. So you know, I have to say this is really my favorite one. Here we go, guys. Okay, from Greg Morton, baby. Here we go. I wanna, I wanna give a shout out to the Jerry Petito Show. I want to give a shout out to all the potatoes out there. I just want you to know, listen, we've known each other for many years, and I just want to say, I will always be your godfather. Jerry Thank you Jerry For all the Beautiful things you've done In people's lives Giving them courage And Respect Number one That's respect Self respect You gotta respect yourself If you don't respect yourself You're not gonna respect nobody Capiche Alright Have yourself a wonderful day. Well, you made my family, all my cousins, go crazy when I sent that to them. And Danielle Petito, who's in the the chat room from Fireteam Design, she's not a relative, but she is like family to me. And you made that family go crazy, too. 
So thank you. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of that fun. Was fun to make. So fun to tell us a little bit more about some of the highlights in your life that you've encountered, you know, with who you've met through this career and what's happening and what's going to be happening. Well, um, since I've been uh, doing the show, I've uh, had a lot of great uh, gigs that I've done. I've met some great people. Uh, you know, every time I go to Las Vegas, I see uh, uh, one of well, one of the most famous impressionist in the world, Little uh, Little Richard, little, Rich Little, Rich Little. Ah. And uh, I go. I always go to see his show every time I'm down there. It's like going to school. And he's a great guy, very nice, and uh, I love uh, watching his show. I grew up watching him, you know. I grew up watching all of these variety shows when I was a kid, and that's kind of how I fashioned my act. Sort of, I'm kind of a one-man variety show, so I do my impressions and singing and jokes and things like that. So, how about but, Terry? How about Terry Fader? I never, I've never gotten a chance to meet Terry. But you've seen him, right? No, I, I, I haven't even seen him. Wait, he's incredible. You haven't seen I, him? You haven't? No. I mean, you've seen no. him on YouTube, right? Oh, oh yeah. For sure. Oh, oh, I yes. Have, oh, yeah, I have his DVD. It's amazing. Yes. That guy's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I, I have his DVD. So I, I know, I know his act and I've seen it. But I've never met him before in person. But, you know, that's the thing with headliners. You're always so busy, you never get to meet anybody. You never get to see their show, usually, live. Because you're always working, so. So, um, I want to give a shout-out to Elliot. He's my new best bud. He's in chat room. Don't get jealous, Kojak. Mikey the Baron of Bayside. Baba Lou, I've said already. And uh, Fireteam Designs, they're in our chat room, but Andrea is in the chat room, not her sister, Danielle. Okay, Andrea, she's she's the one that really um, is in charge of the guys with the fire team designs. <laughs> okay. So, yes, she's very cool. So, um, so who do you want to meet that you haven't met? Oh, well, that's a good question. <laughs> I, um, you know, I'm so open, I can just start thinking about thinking about it, and I'll probably meet them. I mean, that's how the universe works, really. You know, um, I, I remember when I was coming up, uh, my wife, she studied law in New York at uh, New York Law School. So I was working out in the early days at Catch a Rising Star, and I got to see some great people. I got to see Dave Chappelle come oh. in and work out. Never saw Yeah, I know. Never saw him work out before. I was great. I got to see, um, who else? Uh, oh, Chris Rock. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Chris Rock, the way he would work out his material is, he would just come up with a notebook, and he would read from all of his jokes that he wrote that day, just straight. No, no, no cell, no inflection, just straight. So he could tell if the joke was working or not. Oh, you know, if it got a response, that was a good one, you know. And uh, he—he's a real student of comedy. He—he uh, he really studies and he writes a lot. He writes all the time. So, I am about presentation. So I'm sorry. It's all about it, it, it presentation. Really you know, 
when when I, when you think about Rodney Dangerfield, yeah, and how he does that, how how he just right up, right from his brain just keeps on going, going, going one after the other. It's amazing, <laughs> right? But what he does is he write he writes all these jokes, and when he used to go on the Tonight Show, what he would do is he pick cherry pick all of the best jokes. Oh my god! And put them all together, so you'd have this slamming set, and he would just crack. Johnny Carson up. Right. He he is one of the guys that I really admire. I watch him a lot on YouTube, mm. and I watch uh, Don Rickles a lot. I have a Don Rickles story. Oh, let me hear it. Okay, you've probably seen it. And guys, if you didn't, you got to Google this, okay? Don Rickles is doing his thing on stage, and there's a couple in the front row, husband and wife, um, and... Apparently, he made his wife go because she hated him. Well, she's heckling him the whole time, okay? Don Rickles comes over to the couple and says, is this, is she with you? Something, don't quote my words 100%, but something like this. Is she with you? And he gives the like, yeah, you know, sorry. And he says, man, if I were you, if she was my wife, I'd give her a bottle of poison to drink. She stands up. And as serious as could be, she says, if I were your wife, I'd drink it. Well, he stops the show. Yep, he stops the show. He goes, you got to get up on the stage with me. He brings her up on stage and he said, in all my years, I've never been shut up like this. You're great. Yep. It was great. It was great. So. All right. So now let's play. Comedians I'd love to have met. Yeah. I mean, come on, right? Amazing. Right? Of course. Oh, and, and um, yeah, Elliot saying Robin Williams, of course, you know. Yes, Robin yeah. Williams. Uh, forget about it. I mean, forget about it. Right, exactly. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. So, um, all right, so let's play a little more here. So let's do some more of what we've got here. Let's put something else in. Let's see what we got. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Red leader, the gold leader, standing by. Gold leader, red leader, standing by. Look out, Porkins. It's a trap. Young Skywalker, join me and your father on the dark side of the fort. <laughs> do or do not. There is no try. You know, other than, of course, my godfather from you for the potatoes, and Danielle agrees, this is the best one. 
My favorite. Oh, that's my favorite. What's now, let your, me tell go you ahead. This, let me tell you the story behind that one. Yes. So one time, I'm on stage and I'm cleaning up my stuff and the bartender at the club play, starts playing Star Wars music. He's a big Star Wars fan. So I'm just goofing around up, up on stage and, and I'm doing the different voices from Star Wars. You know, <laughs> lightsabers and the... And he said to me, wow, you got to do that on stage. You've got to put that into your act. And that was the first time I, I even considered doing it. Usually I told jokes or I did some songs and song parodies and that. I, but I didn't do anything like that. And uh, it ended up going at the uh, beginning of my show. There was another comic that I used to work with all the time. His name was Uncle Dirty. He's out of New York, and he used to hang around Richard Pryor all the time. Oh. He'd tell me all these crazy, wild Richard Pryor stories and that. And he says, look, kid, you got to put that at the beginning of your show. I go, what? I go, that's more of like a closer. He says, listen, if you put that at the beginning of your show, you won't have to work so hard. <laughs> <laughs> and he was right. He was right. He was right, because if you have something that strong, they're going to get in the car. I mean, that's because that's what I like in uh, stand-up comedy too. It's like taking a ride with strangers. You know, you have to gain their confidence and show them that you're a good driver. And then once you do that, anybody will get in the car. You know, you don't need the candy. You just you're ready to go. So it's just that's how it's got to be. So wait, I he told you to start with the best. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm saying that because I'm making a point here. So, okay, I say this to Kojak all the time. Whenever he's a he's a guest co-host of mine and I play stars, music, you know, like, come on, Mel Carter, hold me, throw me, kiss me. Don't I say that, Kojak? I got to start with the best and I'll end it with it as well, but I have to start with it. Right. I, no. guess, I guess I'm right, Greg Morton. Thank you. Oh, the Jersey Jewel is always right. No, but because it grabs their attention and they want to stay. That's yeah. right. Wow, that was cool. So um, my 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 good friend Andrea Petito is in the chat room yelling at me. I keep calling her Danielle because they're sisters. And I met Danielle first and I talked to her last night. I love you, Andrea. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Greg, Greg, I have a question. When When are you going to be coming to New York area? Um, I think things are starting to work up, uh, open up a bit now, but it seems like a lot of the northern states are. It's it's taking a lot longer. Right, right. Back up. So, so I, where are you going? Well, where, where, where are you heading? If I, heading to? if I get in, I don't know what what will happen. Uh, I don't even. I'm not even sure if uh, Syracuse is, is fully open. To be honest, you know, that's oh. one of the places that I go all the time. Um, I know I probably won't be going to the city. If I go anywhere close to you guys, it'll probably be Atlantic City. Yeah, that's oh, near me. I can, that's an hour and a half away. You know I'm yeah, coming to, to meet Jer you. Yeah. yeah, go to Jerry's house and ride over to Atlantic City with you. Heck yeah, baby. Sure. Yeah, well, um, I've been working on that. Trying to. I, I don't think they're, they're fully open yet. My uh, agent has been working on this, trying to get me back in there. I, I really miss playing in Atlantic City. I've been playing there for over 20 years now. 
Oh. And uh, I started wow. out with the comedy stop, the comedy stop at the Tropicana, and then I moved over to uh, the Bel- uh, the Bellagio. Uh, what is it called again? <laughs> what the Bellagio? The Bellagio? Is that the one? Oh, Borgata. Borgata, thank you. Yes. And then, uh, and then uh, over to the Hard Rock. That's yeah. The house. Yeah. So, um, I love playing Atlantic City. Yeah, I used to play well, in, in a lot of tournaments. After you've been there for a while, it's like a, a second home for you. Yeah. You know, I always go to my favorite places, and I have a White House sub and go out on the beach. And, you know, it's fun. You know, Jerry and I will wait here for that to happen. We'll yep. wait right here. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, it's good. It won't be long. It won't be long. So that's right. amazing. So let's give them a little more. Yeah. We're going to give you guys now... AGT cartoons from Greg Morton. Let's do it, guys. Here we go. What's up, Doc? A rabbit? (laughs) Be very, very quiet. I'm hunting rabbits. Ooh. <laughs> hey, Doc, you do know it's duck season. What? It's rabbit season! Duck season! Rabbit season! Rabbit season! Duck season! Fire! I have the power! Hey, I'm smarter than the average mosquito. <laughs> Zoinks! Like wow, Scoob! I wish I had a ham sandwich to calm my nerves. Scooby snack! <laughs> Yes, Mr. Spacely? You're fired! Hey, Rock, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. Again? That trick never works. This time for your presto. Oh, heavens to Mercatroyd. Exit, stage left. Right even. (laughs) Homer! Women are just as smart as men. Why, a woman invented liquid paper. Well, you know what a man invented? Actual paper. Whoa! Hey, Patrick! Frankfurt! Who's ready? I'm ready! I'm ready! I'm ready! I'm ready! <laughs> oh, oh boy! <laughs> oh, he hasn't done any Disney characters yet. <laughs> Copyright!
Oh my gosh, that is great. Oh my gosh, you're the best. That's crazy. That, that was my thing, cartoons. I loved cartoons when I was a kid. And uh, I, I actually, the funny thing is, I thought I was going to be a cartoonist. Oh. Because uh, I drew before I did all of these other crazy things. I was uh, My mom would give me a piece of paper and a pencil, and I would just draw, sit in the corner quietly drawing. And uh, I went to school. To college, uh, Sheridan College for animation, studied that for three years. And I did a lot of the voices for the cartoon shows. Uh, I mean, the cartoons that the students were working on, my fellow students. Really? Well, uh, yeah. Now, after that, once I graduated, my first show that I worked on was the Scooby and Scrappy Doo show. So, how ironic is that that I get to work on? Right. You know, two of my favorite shows that I did voices for. I worked on that and the New Flintstones. And wow. the New Flintstones, the New Flintstones was a show that they, when they tried to bring the Flintstones back into prime time as a prime time show back in the eighties. Mm. So uh, I was really, I think it was nineteen eighty. Yeah, that's right. So I was really jazzed, really excited, and then, but something was nagging at me. And I go, like, this doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like this is what I'm meant to do. I found out that I was a lot more extroverted than I thought I was. And uh, so I felt like, well, I can't sit here in this chair <laughs> drawing these cartoons. I need to perform, you know, because I was more of a performer. So at the time, I had my own uh, DJ business where I'd play records on the weekend oh. to help supplement my income. And I'd do parties and weddings and things like that. And at the time, I, it was kind of a combination of playing records and entertaining people with funny gags and costumes and, you know, different shtick and bits that I did throughout the show. So I said to my agent, I said, you know, I used to do voiceovers for my, for student, my fellow students' films. Do you think you'd have, be able to get me some work in that area? And he says, well, I don't know. Let's send you out on a couple of auditions. So he sends me out on this audition, and the very first audition was this show called Hello Kitty. And you know Hello Kitty. Yep. Um, very popular in Japan and, and, and here in America. So it was called Hello Kitty's Fairy Tale Theater. They do a parody or a, a, a send-up on uh, old-fashioned fairy tales with lots of jokes and fun things. And uh, there was this dog character that they wanted me to audition for. And his name was Grinder. So they wanted me to do a Fred Gwynn, Gwynn voice. You know, Fred Gwynn was on Car 54. Yeah, of course. Car U. Of course. Yeah, and of course, the Munsters. The Munsters, right. So of course, I know Fred Gwynn. <laughs> they wanted this. You remember when Fred Gwynn used to go, oh, 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 he <laughs> would get excited? Yeah. That's, that's what they wanted. So uh, that was the signature thing that they wanted. So he, I started doing that. Oh, 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 and then I, uh, and then I developed this voice right here, and I went into the, hey, hey, everybody, my name is Grinder. <laughs> oh my gosh! I love that character so much. I was, I was trying to get them to produce an album with all of the different characters in it, and we sing all of these. Uh, on 50 songs like that I had this, I had this song I I even recorded it. you ain't nothing but a hell dog 
crying all the time. You <laughs> ain't nothing but a hound dog crying all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I sent it to the producers. I don't know if they, what they thought of it, if they liked it or not, but it never did go anywhere. We did one season, uh, a lot of shows in that season, but probably one of the greatest times in my career. I just really enjoyed doing voiceover work. Then after that, at the end of the season, now this is wild, the director comes up to me and he says, how would you like to direct? I go, what? <laughs> you know, because this is my first year doing anything like this. And I said, well, yeah, sure, I'd love to direct. He says, well, I really think you could do this because you have an animation background. Well, you know how this works. And I said, yeah, let, I'd love that. So the first show I got to work on was the Super Mario Brothers oh, Super Show. That's cool. And back in the 80s, yeah, they were making all these cartoon shows out of the video games. And later, later on, I went I went on to do uh, The Legend of Zelda and the uh, Captain N, the Game Master, which is Captain N stands for Nintendo. And uh, then I went on to do Cops, and I directed that show. And then I did Voices for Police Academy, cartoon where I was uh, playing uh, Hightower, you know, the big tall guy, and of course mm. Marvell Jones, who was uh, Michael Winslow's character. And I got wow. a chance to do that. Yeah. Did, you, did so, you ever meet Lou Albano? I did. I did. <laughs> you did, right? What? Yeah, what a sweet guy. What a sweet guy. Because so, I did a show, I did a show a, a little while ago about wrestling with Lou Albano and Cindy Lauper, because I, I, I met this guy, Mike Mooneyham, who's been a, a, a writer in, in wrestling magazines, and I kind of uh, hooked up with him, and he had a big, uh, vast knowledge of 60s music as well, but uh, he was telling the, the whole story about Cindy Lauper and, and Lou Albano and the whole thing with the, with the Mario the Super Mario Brothers, you know? Is that right? Oh, yes. Great. Oh, That's yeah. so cool. Oh, that is so wild. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun, fun show. Fun kid show. Like the old school show where you have live action combined with animation. Mm. So much fun. So I have a serious question for you. So your wife is a lawyer? Yep. And you're a comedian. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> I I have I've never seen that combination. <laughs> That's so great. Opposites attract, right? That is so great. Oh my gosh, is she is she more serious though? Well, she's a lot quieter and more introverted than I am, obviously. And uh, professional. So. <laughs> but she she doesn't do practice law right now. Right now, she's pursuing her art side. Oh, so uh, for a while there, she was doing um, wedding photography, and now she's doing uh, uh, painting. She's she paints uh, abstract art. So um, she's working on that right now. Well, that makes more sense to me now. She is an artist, okay? Because I have a cousin who's a lawyer, and she she couldn't be with a comedian. That makes much more sense now. Cool, very cool. I went to art school in, in New York, <laughs> School of Visual Arts, and I'm a, a poet. You know all that. We, you know, we're di we're a different breed. Yep. You know, 
all of us, the musicians, the DJs, we're all, it's different. So that's beautiful. Wow, that's cool. All right. So, Kojak, what else would you like to talk about? Look, at, look who came in. My my longtime friend oh. in Florida, Carl, Carl Bear. Hey, Carl. Carl Bear. His real name is Alan. And we went to junior high school and high school together. And I, he comes in. He comes I, every every Tuesday. Every time I'm on, he's in the he's in the chat room. And your girlfriend um, Karen's in. Say hi to her. Karen's in, right? So, uh, hey, Alan, listen to this. You you just came in. We have to we have to do. Uh, we're talking with a, a gentleman who is outrageous with voices. So I don't know if you heard. Um, I don't know how long you're, you've been in here, but we have Greg Morton, who was a semi-finalist, Alan, in AGT, America's Got Talent, a few years ago. So, uh, Greg, do do one of your t- fabulous voices for my buddy Carl Bear, Alan. His name is Alan. Hey, Alan, this is for you. Thanks for the power for Philip up there. Hey, That's crazy. Okay, okay, so I, I, I have a question about that. I have another question about it. When you do these voices, right, do you have to, because a lot of impersonators have told me that sometimes they have to pretend they're like this cartoon character or this frog or this animal or whatever like kermit the frog they kind of get that in their throat do you have to what do you do like in your throat to do you have to change it each time you do the different ones uh yes and it's very difficult believe me but you do it so so well oh yeah listen when i was on the show um they had this idea they wanted me to do uh the muppets and uh I said, well, I can do the Muppets, but they all sound the same (laughs) because they're all in the throat, you know, and they're usually done by one or two people. So I start, I I said, well, let me try it. And I started doing it and wow, um, it, it made my throat so sore. And I thought there's no way I can do two, two, two and a half minutes all like that in the throat, just practicing it. Just, oh, I almost lost my voice. So I got like, I can't do this. I got to get out. <laughs> I got to get out of this, or I'm going to really be in trouble. I'll be off the show. Wow. And, uh, so, so I ended up doing a, a completely different routine, which was the one that you guys like with, uh, with, the, with the Godfather. Yep. I, I ended up doing that one. So. Yep. But I, I think it all worked out for the best. I think that was one of the best ones. You know, if I'd have done the eh, Kermit the Frog here, and then I have to go to the next voice, which is, yum, 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 cookie, I love cookie. <laughs> you can see how everything would really rip my voice up, you know? I wanted to ask a question, uh, Greg, I'd like to, to sneak in here. What venues... Do you remember being at that's that's really a highlight in your life and you're very proud to say I was at this place and then 
right after that, if you can tell the people who are listening now, where are you going to be, you know, in, in, in the next, you know, few months or whatever that, that you want to uh, let the people know about. In fact, if you can do that oh, for us. Okay, yeah, sure, thank, sure. Thank you, thank you. I think uh, one of the proudest moments in my career is, uh, oh gosh, I'd say Radio City Music Hall. Mm. Oh, wow, 5,000 seats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that was crazy. I was well, looking for Luther Vandross. Oh mm. my oh, god. Oh forget it. Yeah. Oh my god. Forget right? it. Oh gee. <laughs> oh my I gosh. Have no idea what that's like. I mean that venue is so huge. It's huge. And when was that? When was that? When was that? Oh, gosh. Just before he died, believe it or not. Oh, like about man. Six months. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he did a special a Valentine's show oh, and in February, a whole group of shows. And then about maybe four four months later, he died. Oh, what a sin. Oh, Him and Barry White. Him and Barry White around the same age. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Terrible. So anyway, I'm... Now, uh... Him and the whole band were in this, uh, they were downstairs. Like it has this uh, stage that's on this uh, elevator platform. And, mm. you know, it rises up and, mm. you know, from the basement and they come up. Man, so it's a drop, man. It's like about three stories. <laughs> wow. So it's a drop. So that was right directly behind me. And to give you an idea, the air flow from that room was coming up and hitting the back of the curtains and making the, pushing the curtains forward. Oh, my God. So it, was, it was kind of scary to have that in the back of my head. And then I had to perform, do, the, do my jokes. I would I'd do my joke, and the, the, uh, the sound would just disappear. It would be gone. There'd be like... <laughs> Nothing would just suck it right out, and you couldn't hear anything. You couldn't hear, even hear a response. Well, that's because it took so long mm. for the sound to come from the back of the room to the front. Oh my so there god! Was this delay. Oh wow! That's crazy. Oh, <laughs> oh, it was an education. I mean, could you imagine education. watching that? That would have been pretty cool. We would have thought you did it on purpose. And do you have that on video? You have that on video. No, no. You should have done it with like, you know, like the hesitant in your hand, like grabbing the sound over your head. <laughs> so, <Wow>. Carl, Carl's <laughs> in the chat room and he's he just got here a few minutes ago. So, he's asking a couple things. He's asking about Disney characters. And I said, well, copyright, LOL. And then he's asking about Darth Vader. Can you do a little form? Yeah. Could I just add one thing? Yes. Of course. Um, for the Luther Vandross thing, a really cool thing though did happen. Oh, uh, I got my name in the in the credits <gasps> of uh, on the uh, what do you call it the insert of the CD. That's cool. Uh, so what they did was for the uh, al- album art for the inserts, they had uh, the schedule of what songs he did, and I was on the list as the opening act. <gasps> Yay. Yeah, so I thought that was cool. That is that so cool. cool. <laughs> Yay. That is cool. I, I, I hug you now. Join me. 
you'll fall though. Love, I love that. Uh, I love doing Darth Vader. So much fun. It's so crazy. Can you guys hear me okay? Yes, perfectly. Yeah. It's so crazy. Wow. In fact, uh, I've had a, a recent, uh, somebody contacted me and they wanted me to do a voice. Wanted me to do James uh, Earl Jones for wow. a, uh, a project that they're working on. So I expect to get a lot more auditions. I've been getting a lot more auditions lately for uh, cartoons. I even auditioned recently for The Simpsons, believe it or not. So... When will you find you know, out? That goes, you know, you set it and forget it. What's that? Uh, yeah, when will you find out? Oh, I, I, I definitely didn't get it. I just um. found out about a, yeah, a few months ago. And they, they picked uh, someone out. Someone that they knew. and uh, Yeah, sure. It's all po- it's all political yeah. half the time. I know. It, it stinks. It, sure yeah. it stinks. Hey, that's, you just keep plugging away, right? That's right. So, so where are you going to be? Where are you going to be in the, in, the, in the future that you can talk to? Yeah. <laughs> you can go around the corner 30 times and you're in Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> um, when is it again? It's the 24, 25, 25 and 26 okay. of June. And then I'll be back on the road. I'm in Keene, Texas, doing a theater there. Oh, that's a special great. comedy venue. Oh, I'm in Myrtle Beach in August. Oh. Oh, oh. Mike. 9th to the 15th at a place called the Comedy Cabana and I always I love going there they're like family for me and uh, coming up very shortly it looks like I'll be back in Vegas at Brad Garrett's Comedy Club September the 13th to the 19th oh very cool I love playing at Brad's and he's such a great guy very nice to us he's the greatest green room in the business that's Just so incredible. Cool. You, you walk in there and it's all leather sofas and he's got an apothecary of candy so you can get oh. yourself all sugared up and jacked Oh, up Kojak would love that. <laughs> Lollipops, baby. That's it. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they do, too. They do have lollipops, too. Oh, my gosh. That's great. <laughs> wow. That's cool. So, all right. I'm going to play the last thing we have in our queue. It says Lion King Godfather Rocky, and you know Rocky and Elvis, they're my guys, right? So here. Nazigonya! Magiti Baba! Did you miss me? Yeah! I guess not! <laughs> so much fun we're gonna stay up all night telling manly stories and in the morning I'm gonna make waffles now whatever you do don't push this button I am a goat yeah I am a goat no that's the one that kills everyone I am a goat no (laughs) 
people. Get to the chopper. Incredible, incredible, incredible. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for entertaining us. You have the floor. If there's anything else, either, and, and Kojak, tell everyone about your show, when it's on and all that. Why don't we start there? Okay, I moved over from Monday nights to Tuesday because Monday nights I do music for the classic car shows that I couldn't do last year because of the pandemic. So I do uh, Mondays here with music at my, in my local town that I've been doing for 10 years, but that's why I was switched over to Tuesday. So I'm on Tuesday, remember then radio, from 8 to 11 p.m., and I try to spotlight on uh, some interviews with headline singers uh, as well as groups. So uh, I've just been privileged this whole year, 15 months that we were uh, locked down in the house, uh, just, just talking to guys like Charlie Thomas, lead singer, I mean, of the Drifters I'm talking about, and Gary Puckett, and Dennis Stefano from the Buckinghams, and just so many, so many great uh, lead singers of groups that uh, it's just amazing to me that I got to speak to, and they're really uh, lovely guys, just like Greg is. I mean, just down to earth, loving, loving people. So I'm just blessed to, uh, to have done that over the past year. Greg, what would you like to say to all your fans listening to you, especially Australia, baby? <laughs> <laughs> I would say, okay, well, first of all, I want to say happy birthday to my good buddy, Limpy. Yep. Uh, we won't be playing poker anytime soon. That's for doggone sure. Now that I know, now that I know what kind of poker freak you are. Uh, <laughs> But I just want to say thank you so much for having me on the show, Jerry. It's been fantastic. I love coming on your show. And, of course, Kenny, I love you. You know that, brother. I love you and I love your show. Your music is fantastic. Thank you. If you want to reach... Yeah, no worries, man. No worries. Nothing but love here. Thank you. Uh, If you want to check me out, guys, 
I've got a whole comedy special, which is just stand-up. It's not even uh, any of the uh, other sound effects. Mm. And it's uh, a, my dry bar special. And you mm. type in Greg Morton dry bar special on YouTube, and you can watch that. And I get a little uh, something-something for that, too. It helps. It all helps out. So, oh. Or you can go to drybar.com, and I'm sure my special will be up there, too. Or if you want to go to my website, which is gregmorton.com, and on social media, it's Greg Morton Comic for Instagram and Twitter. Very cool. So um, I do want to give one more shout-out to Fireteam Designs. Andrea's in the chat room, and she's the one, again, that has done my entire product line. She did the T-shirt and the mask for Greg. I mean, really cool. We're going to do something for Kojak here. Um, and I just want to say thank you to them because they're incredible. They will do anything you want and they come up with the cartoon logos for you. They're amazing. They're absolutely amazing. And Greg Morton. Um, well, let me say my thank yous to Kojak first because I, yes, today I will save the best for last. I love you, Kojak, but today we're going to save Greg for last. Um, Kojak, you know how I feel about you, man. You know, I love you. And Having you as my guest, uh, D, you know, my guest co-host on a lot of these shows is just so much fun. Um, and today, today especially, because we got to have a lot of fun today. Uh, more fun than facts, and it was just an awesome show. So, Kojak, I love you, man. Who loves you, baby? I appreciate you thinking of me to co-host this show with the fabulous Greg Morton. It's a privilege for me to be on your show with this man, extraordinary talent, unbelievable. I'm honored like too. No, I'm honored too. I mean, that he's given me these interviews. I mean, oh my forget it. Greg Morton, you know what's funny? The first time, um, I, it, well, let's give some credit here to Justin Drummond because Justin Drummond saw me post two videos, <laughs> yes, from YouTube. One was yours and, and the other one was um, the the uh, Broken Roots, the two vets, young men that were singing together for the first time on AGT. And I got to tell you, I don't usually post a lot of the videos from AGT. Those two I posted, that one and yours, and said, my two faves right now. Okay? That was that year. And he saw it and got in touch with you. And he got me you. And he got me Broken Roots as well. And he, when he called me and said, Jerry, are you sitting down? I said, okay, who'd you get for me? He says, Greg Moore, and I freaked out. Okay, I freaked out. So thank you to Justin for that. Um, and for you to say yes and to give me all these interviews, we will meet and we will hug one day because sure. I need to hug you. You are now a good friend of mine and one of the greatest, greatest impressionists. You know, what do you really title yourself as? Right now, I'm going as uh, the living cartoon character. Okay, so you oh, are like the, the living greatest. Cartoon. You are the Greg greatest. Morton, the living cartoon. Okay, yeah. and and you are you are the greatest. Um, and you. you know, I get a lot of um, messages from people depending on who I'm going to be interviewing. Jerry, can I say hello, Jerry? You know, but I I, I got so many with you over these past couple of years with these interviews and I crack up laughing because when they call me, they're laughing. Oh my gosh, you've got him and they crack up laughing and you and they didn't even hear you on my show yet. Okay. <laughs> Laughter is 
medicine. Laughter That's right. Is medicine. Laughter and music. You're right, Kojak, right. and what you do for people as well. So now, I can't thank you enough, Greg. I absolutely love you. Thank you again for honoring me and Kojak today. And I want to give a shout out to everyone listening, all my buddies in the chat room, and to RTR. I want to give a shout out to the owners, Stevie and Angel, because they are going to be listening to this, but they are, they may be in a moving truck right now. They're moving down south, and it's today. So he will be listening, and she will be listening, but they couldn't be in chat today because of that. Um, this is their moving day, and I just wish them the best today with that. So without them, we wouldn't have this incredible platform. So... Again, thank you to everybody. Thank you, Kojak, Greg Morton. What more can I say, baby? And it's going to be shared on Facebook as well, right? Yep, I'm going to download it within a half an hour, even sooner than that. After the show, it will be on Facebook, guys. Share the crap out of it. And, Greg, you'll have it also on Facebook. The Jerry Petito Show! (laughs) Amazing, amazing. (laughs) All right, so with that, you know what I'm going to do? You know how I have to close this out, right? I have to close this out with the Godfather for the for the Petitos. Of course I do. I played it already, but we're closing out with it, guys. And here we listen. I wanna I wanna give a shout out to the Jerry Petito show. And I wanna give a shout out all the potatoes out there I just want you to know listen we've known each other for many years and I just want to say I will always be your godfather thank you Jerry Thank you, Jerry, for all the beautiful things you've done in people's lives. Giving them courage and respect. Number one, that's respect. It's self-respect. you got to respect yourself. If you don't respect yourself, you're not going to respect nobody. Kadish. All right. Have yourself a wonderful day.